and welcome to GameSpot After Dark episode 152, I think. You might be look, mm-hmm. watching and listen. If you're watching, you're like, hold on a second. Didn't they say they were doing these live and in the studio again? And you know what? We are. We are doing them live in the studio. But sometimes we're forced to do them from home. Today is one such day because we've had various circumstances come up that has forced us to return to our Zoom caves and do this episode. I am Tamor Sain, your host, joined by Jean-Luc Seipke. Hello, this is uh, uh, the first time I'm doing it live in my house. I really hope my computer <laughs> doesn't explode. If it falls apart, it's Jean-Luc's computer. Please send 3090s to help it come back to life. <laughs> And we're also joined by <laughs> the pod father, Zaddy. Jake there we Decker. go. You got the name right. That, that, yeah. th- that's the new name. The pod Zaddy is what I'm going to call you for short. That's fine. Call me whatever you like tomorrow. Okay, great. Um, and just we're not also, Jacob. We got in trouble. Yeah, just not <laughs> just Jacob. Not Jacob. Yeah. Do, not, do not call me Jacob. Do not call we got me a, Jacob. We got, a, we got a stern talking to uh, yeah. after last week's episode. Yeah. And we're also joined by Jordan Ramey. What up, what up? How's everyone doing today? I kind of after going after going doing a bunch of these in in the um office, I'm kind of I feel uncomfortable doing them in in yeah, I don't like it. my office kind of weird, but you know, we got we got to stay safe, we got to be cool. I got to look um, around and be like, do I have anything? Do I have pants on? Is can you what can yeah, you guys see work. like a- Do you know what happened to me? I like I like started editing a piece at 12 and I was like, "Oh, I'll go to the gym then I'll do the podcast." And then I got ready to go to the gym. I looked at my watch and it was time to do the podcast. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) So I like fully lost track of time. If we were in the office, you would have been like, time to go to the podcast room. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, great. But no, today time is time is once again slipping away. Uh, Let's get into the what we've been playing, doing, seeing, eating, you know, tasting, experiencing section of the podcast. Um, We're going to start with Jordan. What have you been up to? What a- I swear to God, if you say Apex Legends, I will boot you out of this call. <laughs> I have <laughs> been... Fine, well, what's you, going you, on you, with you, Apex you, you Legends? You don't, you don't have the power to... Does he have the power to boot me out of this Discord call? Does he have the authority? Hey, fuck around and find we'll out. Find, I, I just will say. find out. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, yeah, you, can talk, uh, you can talk about it. You can talk about it. Go on. Apex go on. Legends is working again, so I am like completely oh, okay. back on my daily bullshit of playing Apex Legends practically every single day. Um, and it's, I, uh, it's, it's, it's Apex. It's still good. It's still doing its thing. It's still the best battle royale on the market. I don't care what Mark says. Fortnite is dumb. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I, I'm excited to just get back into it and to ha- go back to my daily grind of playing the game. That's always been my like usual go to after work to just play a couple of matches of Apex just to relax and uh, whatnot. I'm a bit sad, jealous. Uh, Apex Legends Mobile is going into season two soon. So they announced their new character today and it's like a sound based uh, DJ musician character. 
I've been wanting a sound based like DJ musician character. A sound based DJ musician. Listen, ca- <laughs> what is wrong with developers right now? <laughs> Fucking hell! Come on, grow up! Oh is that my not God. really cool? That's not. No, that not really it's Lucille. Cool? It's fucking Lucille. It is. Just come up it with totally your own is. characters, Jesus. Does, but, uh, does anyone remember Lucio though? I don't think anyone remembers Lucio. I was playing Lucio yesterday. You relax yourself. I would okay. I would love though if he like okay. pulled out like his like DS and and got like, you know, one of those like sound programs on there and like that's how he's making his music. Like it's <laughs> like a little animation. <laughs> to be uh, fair, to be I fair, saw, Overwatch just... has copied Apex now. They technically copied and then did it better, but they have now copied Apex with Junker Queen. What do they copy and oh, Junker she's, Queen? She's, she's just Mad Maggie, the character that Apex uh, got a um, few seasons back. Like, Junker Queen is just a better variation. Like, they're both mm-hmm. uh, Aussies, although I think Mad Maggie is Kiwi specifically. Uh, mm-hmm. And they both kind of have that whole like uh, strong woman from the Outlands vibe yeah. that uses uh, like with, with put together machinery. To yeah. Why is, well, what's up with developers, man? Why are like, they just <laughs> making the same thing? <laughs> they all just making the same. Why is everyone making the same characters over and over? Because there's only so many heroes in the world. It's got to be like this. Creativity some sort is of dead like, tomorrow. No, Creativity I can died. come up with an interesting character right now that okay, is better do it. than. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going okay, through my uh, mind palace trying to think right of something. Right now, I will come up with a dude from Uzbekistan okay. uses a pogo stick and <laughs> is has a pet parrot. There you go. None that character does not exist in any battle royales. What 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 would their abilities be? Just that they bounce. can they bounce, okay? They bounce on you. It's a throwback. It's an mm-hmm. uh, it's honoring the classic Super Mario mechanism design of jumping on people's head. You can shoot a gun, but if you manage to pull out your pogo stick and bounce off their head, it does an instant kill. Just a character who can just naturally bunny hop like every pro no, player. No, he's gonna... got a pog he's got a rocket-powered pogo stick. There you go. <laughs> None of those exist in any of these games. It's just instead everyone's like, what if we created a DJ who had sound powers? Everyone in response like, by God, he's done it. He's come up with, uh, totally he's come up with a completely original, totally unique character. Quick, put it through the diversity uh, spreadsheet. Yeah. Like, make sure that it hits uh, gets a, at least an eight. Before we approve yeah. it, yeah, I must say we're gonna make her. We're gonna make her an Asian girl with a. What is it when people have two eyes of two different color? Uh, like oh, one yellow oh, eye, yeah. like one. Yeah, what's that called? Heteochromia. Yeah, something, something like that. Like that. that sounds yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's called Rhapsody, I- and she looks pretty cool. But like Tam says, she kind of feels like. Apex's attempts to be like, you know, we haven't copied all of Overwatch's roster yet. There are still yeah. a couple of characters that we have yet to emulate <laughs> for our Battle Royale. So we'll put it in the I mean, mobile well, game. Imagine, <laughs> imagine seeing all these games copying each other and then being some being Battleborn and being like, we copied everything and no one cared about us. And just failed. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they didn't, they didn't copy anything. They were just unfortunate. Uh, Batman in the chat has said, lawyer, hibachi, chef. Nailed it. 
lawyer, there, there hibachi you go. chef. There's there's a new hero. And then into the cast, our friends at uh, Into the Aether just put video game mouthfeel, which is deeply unsettling mm. to me. Um, but yeah, so Apex is working. Yes, it is working again. I can finally uh, have a purpose to keep doing stuff after work in Apex. That what is, did you do? That is before? a deeply concerning yeah. statement you just made. <laughs> well, I, well, did you just there, like, there, sit in a dark room? I, I, I played stuff like Rocket League and watched people play uh, D&D and watched anime for the most part, like without Apex in my life. And I just slid into it threw off the balance is what you're saying yeah i i need something active i need the joy and sensation of proving that i'm better than other people in this world by beating them have you tried neon white because could yeah have you played neon white neon white is great for that i almost played neon white and (laughs) then i got distracted by something else by Apex? Uh, by fucking no. a DJ? Well, my Steam power? Deck came in, and so I wanted to play some, like, a uh, new... Well, not Apex, because I figured if I played a shooter like Apex on the Steam Deck, I was going to get stomped into the ground Probably. Like, immediately. Uh, but as I was going to play Neon White, I was, like, downloading and everything. I'm like, you know... There are no, like, volleyball games, like, on Xbox or PlayStation or Switch. But maybe there are volleyball games on Steam. And so I just, oh, like, yeah. went on to Steam and I just typed in volleyball. A um, lot, of, lot of nasty folks on Steam. Because, like, the first, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. 12 responses were, like, dating sims, adults, like strip the clothes off the volleyball player. Like, like playing a volleyball game There's where you could whole... freeze time. And like check out your opponent in midair while the time was frozen. I'm like, what the fuck is this? There's a whole generation of gamers that grew up on Dead or Alive Extreme. (laughs) And you know what? They're just they are now at the point where they can make the games they want and they're they're doing it. I love the idea of all that generation of gamers not knowing that a that is not knowing that volleyball exists in any other fashion. Like they don't know that volleyball is real. All they know is that <laughs> just this a perverted is a, version this of is volleyball. Anything that that yeah. like scant, scantily that, clad that is, uh, women do in video games. Yeah, yeah, that is tied to the volleyball experience. You can't have one without the other. Yeah. So like yeah. one day, yeah. one of these people is like out in public and sees volleyball happening, and they're like, "What the fuck is this? Is this it's a man? Lop? Are they lopping? What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> Um, but, where's the insane anime titties yeah, where, that dude is wearing a shirt what's going also, on why is, there's a dude? why is there a dude why is there a dude there <laughs> so yeah I, I spent a solid just like 45 minutes to an hour just scrolling down through steam under the volleyball tag just trying to find like one competent sounds good volleyball game to did you play i maybe I found one that it's it's not out yet, but there's a demo and the demo is on my Steam Deck and I only went through the tutorial and I'm like, okay, the tutorial was good. I need to actually like play the actual game in the uh, demo. It's called a spike air uh, volleyball Um, and it's it's kind of uh, structured similarly to um, switch sports volleyball but it's more so on like a 2d plane so you're watching the uh court from the side and so you're Mm. controlling like 
four people on one side of the court. So it's like, okay, the ball's coming to your side. You have to press whether or not you're going to try to pass the ball or dive for the ball or scoot back to like send the ball uh, up high. And then it's like, all right, in the time that it takes the ball to reach your setter, you have like four different inputs you can press to uh, decide where the ball's going. And then once the ball's set, you have to then have all these different inputs for how your hitters can actually uh, hit the ball. And then there's different He's playing inputs a for the block. Game. He's and I'm playing a pawn game. No, this it's all serious volleyball. Up. This sounds it's... made up as fuck. He's like talking about a game that doesn't exist. He spent 40 minutes and found a porn game and is like, this is volleyball porn, I'm playing this. I found nothing like but porn games and then this one <laughs> game that was like not a porn game and actually somewhat good. And I looked Jordan's- up the developers and they have like 200 followers on Twitter and I'm like, Aww. oh, so like this is like a, I think this is a bunch of people who are like, you know, there's not actually like a real volleyball game out there. So we're going to try to do it. And they're losing to the pornographic <laughs> to, to Jordan's games. defense uh steam is in bad form uh pretty much any tag you look at is gonna have some naughty if you are if you are if you are a little pervert like about about like scantily clad characters and if you're horny if you're a horny gamer steam is a absolute gold mine of disgusting <laughs> shit like yeah, you can, that's what i'm discovering to- with the steam deck that's that's what i've discovered I don't. I don't know. Like, I, the only explanation I have, I have is that Gabe is into it, because like, if otherwise, I would. Most other places would be like, we got filter this shit out. It's disgusting and weird. But like, Gabe must be like, I love it. I got my knives and my weird, <laughs> my weird uh, Steam creepy games. Let's go. Wearing his, wearing his sandals or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, bless him. He's a good lad. That Gabe. Um, but yeah, uh, we've got a couple of questions in the chat. One from Louis Schmart, who says, um, what position do you play in volleyball and how tall are you? Uh, I am 5'11", which is, I guess, somewhat tall for real life and not very tall uh, for volleyball. Um, I've played a few positions in volleyball. Most often I play middle blocker, which I'm a little bit too short for usually you want someone who's like six four to play a middle blocker um but i can jump really high which is very beneficial uh if i'm not playing middle blocker then i'm usually uh doing my best at trying to play setter and doing my best to try to get the ball to where it needs to go usually not very well because i don't play setter often enough to be good at it uh, my my most important question is: Were you playing volleyball before you saw Haikyuu? I was playing volleyball before okay, cool. I play, okay, uh, so. saw Haikyuu. I okay. I started in middle school, kept playing in high school, got to college, and was playing like club uh, volleyball at a uh, college at St. Mary's. And like a bunch of people were like, "Hey, have you watched Haikyuu? I think you would like it." And I wasn't like super into anime at that point, so I was like, "That weeb shit, nah." I, no. I don't care about that oh, at all. That <laughs> and so then it was, and then it wasn't until like years later that I'm like, "Oh, I remember like six years ago, people being like, Yo, Haikyuu is pretty good.'" And I started watching. I'm like, "Oh, damn, this is <laughs> like really fucking good." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jordan, what else have you been checking out? 
Uh, I have also been checking out uh, a uh, adventure game, a Monkey Island uh, inspired game called uh, Voodoo Detective, um, which is uh, it's pretty good. I'm only like two ish hours into it uh, so far. Just it came out about a month, two months ago, I want to say. Uh, and it's about uh, this dude who practices voodoo um, and is uh, trying to be the detective uh, in this uh, on this island that's becoming more and more uh, gentrified as more like white people are vacationing there and they're replacing um, a lot of the local spots with um, more uh, like a plays on things like Trader Joe's and Target and uh, stuff like that. And your first case that you have is like this woman comes in and she can't remember who she is. And so you have to use a mixture of both like uh, traditional adventure game, like detective skills, like find the right item to do the right thing to figure out the next step of the case. Well, also at the same time, like you have this uh, book of voodoo where it's like, here's all these like different uh, like voodoo spells that, um, the devs did like some research to figure out. And so like to do some of the spells, you would have to find the ingredients uh, to perform uh, that spell. And sometimes you need to rely on voodoo to figure out what you need to do next or how to get the next step in the case. It's pretty good. Uh, The writing is awesome. It's voice acted, which is surprising. I feel like from such a small studio and the voice acting uh, is pretty good. I'm really enjoying it. I like uh, point and click adventure games. Uh, and Voodoo Detective kind of like hits this spot of like uh, mystery as well as the same time, like kind of diving into this idea of like island uh, culture being like slowly uh, overrun by like tourists and like trying to like deal with that while at the same time, like trying to solve this mystery. And um, I'm like, this this is cool. This is my shit. I like story driven games like this. What are you playing on? I'm playing it on my Steam Deck and uh, on my uh, PC. I basically just go uh, back and forth. Like, I'll usually start playing it on my PC. And then, like, when I'm tired of sitting in this chair, I'll get up and open the Steam Deck and play it for, like, 45 minutes, like, on that, on the couch. Uh, Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, this looks cool. I want to check it out. That's the one thing that I want to get more into, like, playing, like, point-and-click adventure-style games on my Steam Mm -hmm. Deck. Because it works mm-hmm. really well, right? So, mm-hmm. um, um, I played Disco Elysium Final it Cut, is. actually. Is it called Final Cut? Director's Edition? Final Cut. Mm-hmm. One of those things. Um, first, before I jump back into any of the, jump into any new, anything new. But anything else, Jordan, that you've been playing, watching, checking out, eating, you know? <laughs> well, I, I eat food. I, I'm still here. I, I eat food every Every day, I eat at a much healthier cadence now that I'm not going into the office all the time and just forgetting to get up to go eat lunch. And then, like Tay and Rob are just shaking their heads at me at like three forty. Yeah, you're like you're like four <laughs> four p.m. rolls by, and you're like, I'm off for lunch. I'm like, you go home in a hot an hour, man. What's going on? <laughs> you know, sometimes the words are just flowing, and you just completely forget to that your body needs nourishment in order to survive. It happens sometimes five times a week. It do be happening. If I could not eat ever, that would be ideal. Yeah, it's just a waste, you know. Like I just want to eat when just it ever tastes, again. When it's fun, you know. But yeah. specifically <laughs> with oh, lunch, yeah, like oh, if I could just lunch is always if I could get rid of lunch. 
as a thing I need to do. I do like the idea of because when you said I wish I could not eat, I I thought you meant eliminate food, like as a as a thing. But if what no. you're saying is if you could sustain yourself without having to eat, but then eat for fun yeah. for leisure, you know, with friends, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. go out and eat with friends. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's be, a good way nice. to approach it. I would love that too. That would be cool. Um, Jean Luc, what are you up to? Uh, I admittedly haven't been playing much new games. I did beat Neon White. Fake gamer. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe. That game's real good. Um, I will probably I hundred percented it. Uh, although that's not counting the stuff you unlock after you beat it. So there's like a bunch of like hard challenge run modes which seem very difficult, mm. and I probably will not do those, or at least not right now. Um, but I don't really have much else to say about that game that we've already said. Uh, I did watch. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's real it's good. good. Yeah. Should play it. Um, it's it's really fun to beat everyone's times. Um and well, not being oh, okay. my times. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you go back in, and do I have to go back now? <laughs> well, so I I started on Switch, like I talked about last mm -hmm. time, but I ended up getting it on PC, and I have been moving at a snail's pace oh, because I right. won't move on to the next level until I'm top of the yeah. leaderboard, unless someone has an absurd time. So right now, I think I'm like the third or fourth uh mission in and i'm at the top of the leaderboard on almost okay. everyone which means i'm beating dan Riker, which is important to me and mary i uh, don't know if that's if that's something you should brag about dan well, Riker was part of the giant bomb uh, i saw i saw and it, and it was good when open. he'd finish a run and see his name below mine every time you know yeah. i don't know if, don't he, know if was, he acknowledged it but <laughs> i mean his times were i i was watching him watching it as well and i was looking at his time and i was like this man talk mad shit for how he average does. he's playing. Like he's <laughs> playing <laughs> average. Every single time, he's like, bang average, bang average, bang average. And I was like, this man talk mad shit. And I'm like, oh, fucking, I could smoke this dude easily. <laughs> that, that was my motivation, because on, on Fire Escape, Mary and Dan were bragging about their times. And I was like, all right, see how this is. To be fair, they finished the game. They're far ahead of me. But like, so far... Ain't no thing. Are they? Yeah. Wait, I, I've been doing the same thing where I'm like, I fixate on one level at a time. Mm -hmm. And like the the person to beat that is not being given the respect that he deserves is Andy Cortez. Uh, uh, kind well, of funny. Well, I'm, I'm not friends dude, with him, so I can't see what. That dude is a beast at that game. Um, but yeah. Is he? Is uh, he should, everyone the, should go watch the. Is, does he get like the hidden red? Uh, I think so. Yeah, stuff I think too? he's doing that shit. Um, I've gotten a good number of those too. Yeah, a few of those as well. Those Everyone are, should go fun. and watch the neon white uh, open um, on giantbomb.com because this is a lot of fun. It involves it's um, on the giant bomb side is Jeff and Dan, and then next landers Brad and Vinny are there. Alex Boniello's there, and then um, Jess Voidberger is doing commentary, and it's it was hilarious. It's like side splittingly funny at times. Um, there's there's technical issues. There's Dan doing a baby's voice for some reason. There's there's a lot of ups and downs, but it's worth checking out. But yeah, Neon White's great. Mm -hmm. Carry on, John Luke. Oh, uh, I finally watched Doctor Strange uh, in the Multiverse of Madness yesterday. Oh, I, I did got, too. <laughs> I got real high and <laughs> uh, and watched it, which is probably the best way to watch it, to be honest. Um, I enjoyed what it. I think that was good. I, I had a fun time with it. It's uh, it's kind of all over the place. Like there's a lot that happens in it. And it's um, I don't know, like how cohesive that make necessarily is as a movie. But like, it's I, not cohesive. <laughs> but but I think I ended up 
maybe because I was really high, but I just really enjoyed uh, like its individual moments, and I enjoyed the individual character stuff. Like with I, I, I didn't uh, get spoiled on like where that movie goes, so I, I quite liked the villain and like their arc and and like those emotional beats I really liked, and I just thought it had a lot of really fun set pieces. Um, it's like. You you kind of have to say like for a Marvel movie I do I feel like still because it's like oh I wish it went like when it went weird it was cool but I'm also like oh I wish it went weirder in in spots you know or it's like ah there's that Sam mm. Raimi like energy but you're like ah oh, but he could still feel like he's being constrained by it being like a Marvel film um but it's like I thought all the fight scenes were probably the most like creative interesting fight scenes out of any marvel movie i've seen recently like uh, i I, like they had a bunch of interesting set pieces where they're like being chased or it's like oh okay it isn't just like i'm gonna shoot my superpower laser at you and i'm gonna shoot my superpower laser like i feel like they had interesting setups of like oh this person's doing this how are they gonna counter it and i'm I'm sorry i'm being like really vague because i still want to like spoil it i guess for people who haven't seen it but uh I don't know. I it, I had a good time with it, and I I thought it was just kind of like weird, and uh, it was also really violent for a Marvel movie, which was kind of fun. Like, uh, oh yeah, it, it there's get, one part that I thought was dope. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, I was surprised. There's to a, see. there's a couple parts where it got really violent, and I was like, damn, okay. But but it's only for like five minutes. Not even five minutes. Just like for like three minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like ridiculously violent and then it yeah, just goes back but that to But th- those three minutes are pretty dang good. Um yeah. I thought and and yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It's got it's got that weird Sam Raiminess. Uh mm. I really enjoyed the uh the Bruce Campbell cameo it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it it was that cam- cameo was fun until it for me really overstayed its welcome. In the in the credit sequence where I was like, Oh, you're doing this again. I see. Oh you were, you were, uh, sure sure that's fair although yeah. i imagine you probably it probably is like less fun because you had to like sit there and wait for it in the theater i'm guessing where like i'm on disney yeah, plus I so. and i can just like skip right to it and then just skip to and, it, and just yeah, watch it and be true. like oh okay that's fine like i didn't be like what all right i had to sit here for like 10 fucking minutes for that i guess yeah I didn't even I didn't even make it to the post credit scene. I finished the movie, but I just blanked and turned it off. That's fine. You didn't miss anything. It's totally fine. Because okay. <laughs> someone else just mentioned goes, he yeah, shows up again, and I was like, "Huh, I don't remember that. I must have missed it." But that's why I missed it because I didn't see the post credit scene. It's fine. You didn't miss much. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I'm. Trust me. I'm not concerned. <laughs> Missing Marvel movies. <laughs> totally fine. Uh, is are you gonna go and see Thor? Uh, I'll probably wait again, like with this one. It was Same. Like, I just didn't feel compelled enough to see Doctor Strange in theaters, and I saw it at home and t- felt totally fine about it. And I kind of feel the same about Thor, especially kind of hearing that it also is sort of like a weird, incohesive movie. It, it like the reviews I was reading for Thor sounded like kind of the same problems that Doctor Strange had, where it's like neat ideas and neat set pieces, but like is kind of all over the place. And I'm like, huh. Uh, this current phase I've not of seen any reviews for it. Uh, this current phase of Marvel. Uh, that was uh, I think Mason on Twitter talking about it specifically. Um, okay, but uh, yeah, this this phase of Marvel is pretty like I don't know. It's 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 weird. It's like all over. I'm not like a huge Marvel person. Like, but I like I've seen most of them and enjoy them for the most part. But like, there is. That normal, like, oh, everything feels cohesive and all connects, and like this movie goes to this movie. There is none of that in the recent Marvel movies at all. 
It's very strange. It it does feel a bit off the yeah. rails currently, which yeah. is kind of weird, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for, for Thor. Thor is the one that I was like, hell yeah. Um, after Ragnarok, because Ragnarok is one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, I'm going to see that hopefully this week. We'll see. But yeah, anything else? Uh, no. Watched a bunch of anime. Oh, I uh, Jordan will uh, for Jordan finished watching um, Kaguya Sama the final season. I think the final season. Yeah, because because it had a very definitive the end. We talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is the final when, season um, when Michael was on because we were like telling him he should watch it. It's uh, probably the best like high school romance anime. Like if like if I were to tell because it's like as a genre, right? It's like, oh, you have like your slice of life high school romance mm. anime, and there's a ton of them, and a lot of them are very like just whatever, right? Super fine. Uh, a lot of the same jokes, a lot of the same kind of like repeating elements. If I were to tell someone like, oh, you should watch like one just one that is like the peak of that genre, it would be Kaguya-sama. It is absolutely hilarious it goes completely off the rails um in some bits the but it also like stays very true to the characters and i think um like when it gets serious about like its relationship stuff it gets really serious uh and it just like strikes that perfect balance of uh like comedy and then like kind of like teen drama um it's really good it's and they have an ex I say, what's your favorite bit? What's your favorite bit, bit from the show? Because I think my favorite bit is probably the president needing to turn uh, to ask for oh, help Chica. Oh, Chica. Uh, on yes. certain things uh, yes. from Chica the, and her just like being like, this is my son. That well, I well it, it's, it's her being like, this is my life. son. And then it turning into like, I hate my son and you have like ruined me as a person. And at the end, we're like, her sister's trying to like, be like oh president seems pretty cool and she's like do not do not this this man is <laughs> is just a don't don't you he will ruin you mm-hmm. uh, i'm glad mm-hmm. that it looks like uh, from what i can tell jake looks like he's adding kaguya sama to his watch list excellent yes yeah, yeah i'm sure i'm sure jake's super into it and, like, uh, yeah 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 um let us know what you think about it next week the 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 way i pitched it to michael which is like a good way to pitch it um is that it's basically like death note but like uh for like a romance um because the whole point is that the it's basically like this battle of wills between the two characters where they're trying they they are in love with each other but they refuse they're too proud to admit it so they're trying to get the other person to admit it so you'll have these like l versus light style like mind battles where they are trying to like put the other in a trap to like get them to like admit that they love them and so like that's the conceit of like each bit. So it's always like every every bit is like a battle between the two of them. And it's very good. There are some very You good think you would get tiresome after a while, but it actually like it's re- regularly funny. It's regularly like, funny. They get season. really weird with some of the jokes. There's like uh, there's a lot of video game jokes, which is really fun. Like like there's like a Dark Souls reference. Uh they did a yep. really fun persona joke. Um like they they get really weird with some of the humor and it's it's just so funny. Yeah. How many episodes and where can it be watched? You can find it on Crunchyroll. There's three seasons, and I think each season was like twelve episodes. And then I, the first, and then the final season, I think was like thirteen episodes. So, so it's like 
around like 35 to 40 episodes or some like total hmm. um it's pretty reasonable to watch honestly there you go jake easy yeah easy no, yeah, Wait no until you hear what I've been playing, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been playing, Jake? I've been playing Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Wow. Which is, uh, we hate anime. It's playing yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles. I mean, you know, the JRPGs, animes, they're different things. The way I see it, different, <laughs> different things. Yeah, they're okay. different things. Jordan, oh, okay. Jordan, they're different things. <laughs> they're They're different. Yes. <laughs> Fuck, fucking Callie turning to look at you in the background yeah, you can, of your You shot. can see the blur of Callie turning to look at you. <laughs> like, absolutely not. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I just spent a whole five minutes talking about like Kaguya and how that's pretty good. And I sit and look at Xenoblade and I'm like, this shit's too weeby for me. I can't play this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, Jake, as much as you can because you, yeah. you played it for preview, right? So I played it for preview. I can't talk about a whole lot. I, I think if you're really curious about Xenoblade after this, I'd recommend checking out the preview. There's both a video and written thing if you want more details, I would say. But just as an overview so far, I think it's very good. I think the combat is is excellent. I mean, they, they, they seem to have gotten rid of some of the gotcha elements from 2, which for me personally bugged me quite a bit. Um, and, and I think that'll probably make fans happy. Uh, but the, the, the combat is, 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 for me personally, why I come to these games. They're usually very good. Uh, Mr. Blumd asked if I played one and or two. I reviewed one, um, the definitive edition, and then I covered two, but I didn't finish two. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like Xenoblade fans are going to be really happy based on what I've played so far. Uh, the story is a little nonsense. Um, it, it, it has an interesting setup, but there's a lot of weird JRPG-isms in there and piecing that together isn't necessarily hard it's just it, it takes a lot of energy i would say is it um, as horny as two you're not xenoblade 2 is like super fucking horny and weird <laughs> no it's not as horny and weird so the the development for two apparently was very strange because a lot of that team was working on breath of the wild <laughs> uh, i guess they only had like one programmer for that entire game for most of it which is absolutely absurd fuck? Wow. Uh, and they had a lot of like other artists create characters. And I guess a hentai artist actually made some of the characters. That's there why. It is. That explains so, some of the so much. <laughs> this one is scaled back significantly so far. We got a whole team working on Breath of the Wild. I guess we should contract some people out. And then like the yeah. guy's like, I know the perfect person. Let yeah. me get him in here. <laughs> when, I, when I found that out, I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, th th this one's in that sense, this one is <laughs> scaled back a lot, uh, which is, which is nice. It's personally, I think it makes the game more enjoyable. Uh, speak for yourself. A lot of people. Yeah, I know a lot of people would disagree and I'm sure there are going to be people who will be mad about the lack of, uh, or the excessive amount of clothing in this game. But anyway, like I said, I, I haven't played a whole lot, uh, but what I've played is is quite good, and I think fans are going to be excited for it. I think if you're not into Xenoblade, I don't know if this game's going to sell you on it. Uh, mm. I, I I think I, I think if you're thinking about Xenoblade, you have to ask yourself two questions. 
The first is, do I like MMO combat? If the answer is yes, you will probably like this game. The combat is a little more, not fleshed out, but a little more active than MMO combat, I would say. Um, so it's not just auto attack, auto attack, auto attack. It's managing meters using different arts, uh, chaining those arts together with different characters and so on. Very similar to the other games, um, but if you're not familiar, that's definitely something worth considering. And then the other question is if you think you can buy into this sort of wacky JRPG story, because if you can't, it would probably be a tough sell too, because the story is what I've played. It, 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 it can be tough to follow, I would say. Um, mm. That said, uh, I'm, I'm very curious to see where it goes because I won't get into spoilers for one or two, but they did some really interesting things with uh, how those games wrapped up. Uh, and I imagine that's going to play a big role in three. So I'm excited to see where that goes. And I, and I imagine fans are too. Oh, okay. um, yeah, I, I would check out the preview for more specifics because I don't want to, I can only say so much. Okay. Check out the preview and the video on GameSpot or YouTube.com slash GameSpot for more on that. What else have you been checking out? Just Neon White. And I think I already uh, shared my piece about that, how I switched to PC and now I'm just mm -hmm. chasing scores. I don't think I'll, I, I think by the time I finish that game, I'll have like 50 hours logged in it because I'm moving so slow, just getting the top of leaderboard on everything. Mm. <laughs> it's fun though. It's so much fun. Yeah. I haven't been playing much, if I'm honest. Like, uh, I've just been kind of playing the same stuff again, which is Overwatch. Because that beta is ongoing, so I've been playing a bunch of that. It's a lot of fun. Um, played a bunch on PC with a few others, and uh, Lucy and Andy Cortez and and a few other folks as well. And it was a good time. Um, beyond that, I played a little bit of DNF Duel, which is uh, the latest Arc System Works fighting game based on a an old uh, not an old but like well i guess it's old it's like 10 years old now an rpg um from oh i can't remember the company's name crap i forgot it um but it's like dungeon fighter online or something like that um but i, di I didn't play that original um rpg um uh nexon is is the uh Talks behind Dungeon Fire Online, but the fighting game's good. It's it's really interesting because like I was talking about this with Jason at um, Giant Bomb, but like um, Arxis has like got into a place where they make really good. They make a lot of fighting games. They make a lot of really good fighting games, but almost every one of those, barring like Dragon Ball Fighters and Guilty Gear, feels just entirely disposable. Like they don't put out fighting games to last. They put them out just to almost like fill a contract if you know what i mean yeah like um yeah they did that with um grand blue fantasy they did it with dnf um well there's even even like other stuff it just feels like there's no there's no longevity to them if you know what i mean yeah like, they're, they're, they're not showing up at like evo they're not at like major tournament plays they're like just kind of someone asked us to make a fighting game out of their license and we did it and we did a good one but we're moving on to something else now. i mean yeah that's kind of like, like even Persona 4 Arena was sort of that, but like, I guess just happened yeah. to catch on more than those other ones. Oh, hey, uh, my Discord popping up, filling up the screen. Um, yeah. Sorry, you guys didn't see that, but the uh, 
Twitch chat definitely did. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, but um, <laughs> but yeah, like that game weirdly blew up, and I, probably because it was Persona was a bigger deal. Um, and it's like, I mean, I actually like Grand Blue. Like it was uh, Grand Blue versus is a good fighting game. But you're right in that it's like it it does feel like it's kind of just filling this like contract quota versus like you can tell like they're doing this so that they can keep you know afloat and make money so that they can go make another guilty year or make you know like something they're or not make more blaze blue right like you know they can <laughs> yeah that's the thing like i don't know what the end game is or like what the like the, if they're doing this work work stuff for anyone and everyone what is the game that they're or the or the project that they're really like focused on making a big deal like they're, they're guilty passionate gear, right project. it would be, it'd be, it'd be because like gear. i mean i kind of it would be guilty gear but like i guess my thinking is like what distinguishes guilty gear from these other fighting games they look feel very similar you know you know what i mean like it feels like i mean guilty gear the only thing that really distinguishes guilty gear is it, it like um dnf and and grand blue is is also a very good game um but it's got a lot of similar similarities um and the only thing that really distinguishes it is it's got heritage it's got like a history to it and that's why it exists in like you know esports or like competitive fighting game scenes it's the one that has more um kind of traction of their all, all their games outside of dragon ball Fighters. guilty gear is also kind of where they push their tech more i would say from like an artistic standpoint yeah, like yeah. you know exerd was the one where they like introduced the whole like cell shaded kind of 3d look that was like mind-blowing at the time mm. you were like holy crap this looks amazing and then um you know then they did it with dragon ball and then they did it with grand blue and then they had strive which uh isn't quite the leap because it's just more iterative but it is like you know a lot better they do a lot more with shading and and stuff so i think it's just kind of like that's probably where their passion lies is in in pushing that stuff and then um i mean obviously I, i'm not a professional guilty gear player but i know that a lot of people really really love mm -hmm. guilty gear and, and kind of like the way that game operates and uh it's specific kind of like you know intricacies that versus like something like say uh yeah. grand blue and then like persona um and i assume dnf is probably somewhat similar those try and be more like um approachable yeah the the dnf is definitely way more approachable it's got like directional inputs basically like press a direction and <laughs> special button and you yeah. get like something cool going on it's easy to just jump in and hit buttons i for me like i i started playing it i enjoyed it yeah. i was like there's clearly depth here there's a lot of depth here it's really well made it's got interesting characters in there but there's just something about it that i know that i won't stick with and it's just like it feels very, like I said, disposable. Where I'm like, I'm not going to play this two weeks from now. Is, is DNF um, Duel based on anything? Because like Grand Blue is at least like makes sense from a like, oh, it's based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DNF Duel is based on the uh, Nexon uh, MMO RPG Dungeon Fighter Online, um, which, like I said, was like it's like ten years yeah. old at this point. Um, so it's people, people clearly, it's funny because like, it's based on something that's a 10 year old property that clearly is, is popular, but they do nothing with it. Like it, it's got a, it's got a piss poor story mode. Weird. It barely has a story. And, and like, it's just like, this is bizarre. You like grand blue, they made a story mode. It wasn't great. It was okay. But like, at least they made something out of it. This is just like, they just like stuffed it in and we're like, all right, let's just get this thing done. I mean, I guess it's a shame. Yeah, I guess in this regard, like, I kind of prefer, like, 
you know, oh, hey, we have this anime property or we have this, you know, thing and we want to do like a game for it. I rather like you give it to Arc Systems and they'll make at least like a good fighting game, if if not somewhat disposable yeah. versus like just the like glutton of arena fighters that like, you know, uh, yeah, Bandai, Bandai, Bandai makes and stuff. So it's like I prefer that. But yeah, it's definitely them yeah, trying to fill know. this like quota. And also like Grand Blue is a weird one. And I assume DNF2 is the same thing where it's like. It, that's meant for a different market it's not meant for us it's like we got it and that's cool and there are people here who also like grand blue but it's like grand blue's not like like you know that's in like china and like you know um like the asian market is where mm. like grand blue is like big and that's probably yeah. who they're actually trying to court with those kinds of games yeah Pe people in china and jake because he loves anime yeah um, but yeah, it's, it's, I, I played it. It's fun. It's approachable. It's got, it's clearly like got a good amount of like, um, production value in it, but I won't, I won't, I won't play again probably outside of this week. Like at this point, <laughs> I'm like more interested in like, I, I want something with longevity. I want something that I, I know that if I'm going to spend some time playing this, I, I will play it for a while and other people will be around to play it. I don't trust that this is going to be around four months from now in, in any meaningful way, six months from now. Like Grand Blue kind of mm -hmm. fell off pretty quickly compared to most life cycle of most fighting games. Like even even the the fighting games that don't have a lot of like positive buzz around them stick around for longer and I'm more inclined to play yeah. them like Street Fighter Five, for example, had a rough start. But it's it trucked on and people stuck with it. And that's partly because of Street Fighter, but also because, you know, there's something more about yeah. it. Yeah. Or um, like um and Caffeine and Brandon in the chat just mentioned Skullgirls. Like that game's still around yeah, exactly. and like good on that team. They've had a lot of ups and downs with that. Uh <laughs> like the studio yeah. got dissolved multiple times or something like that. Um, but they're still around yeah, and they're still putting out new characters and good for them. Yeah, so that's the main thing that I've been playing. It's fine. Um, outside of that, I've been like kind of chipping away at Neon White, having having some fun with that. I installed um, Tales of Arise and started playing that. Um, it's a good is... game too. Wow. <laughs> Didn't expect that from you, Jake. I love the Tales um, games. They're all... Yeah, that's a, that's a fun game. It's also insane. Like, I love anime. I'm the anime guy. <laughs> but like sometimes anime <laughs> games do things that I'm like, get a grip for god's sake and like and most of the time these days it's when one person says the name of another character and it's just the most like cringeworthy name that you can think of where it's like god power damien the third xevious and i'm like get fucked who's who came up with that name it's just so like it's in the first cutscene where you meet like uh, the first boss character whose name's Balsef first of all which <laughs> oh, was yeah. like lol what? and he's like and and he's like talking to some other dude and he says his name and I'm just like oh for fuck's sake just, are you I, are you streaming like, it or are you just I started for... streaming it a while back but I I, I stopped streaming it um, but yeah I'm just playing it on the side um, it's got a good combat uh, model, which I like quite a bit. It's very freeform. Um, interesting setup for the premise. If there's more characters with names like that and they talk a lot, I might just be like, I might might be time to stop with this now. I've got limited like fucking uh, what do you call it uh, ability to stand 
annoying stuff like that these days where I'm just like, I'm just this is deeply embarrassing to me. I just don't want to be a part of it. <laughs> I, I didn't make it through a rise. I really enjoyed it, but I got to a point where I was probably how you feel. I was like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and then just stopped and <laughs> noped out of it and haven't touched it since. Yes. I just, I just want to find the... I'm just looking. Lord Ganabelt Valkyris. That can't be what? real. That's an actual <laughs> character's name. And there's another character called Dohalim Ilkaras. And I'm just like, why? Uh, for once, just call him Dave or something, man. Just Dave. relax. <laughs> yeah, just don't go. Don't go as bad as there needs to be a middle ground between Lord v Valkyris and Clive. <laughs> <laughs> Clive is the name of everyone's high school principal. Like, don't don't do this. Um, but yeah, I played a bit of that and that's fun. Um, but that's about it. Uh, I, I've been like watching um, a few things here and there that are that are kind of fun. Uh, I'm still watching a bunch of uh, I forgot the name of the anime as well the the one with the little kid on Netflix. Um, oh, my memory is so uh, bad these Ko days. Ko Kotaro Ko Kotaro lives yes. alone. Yeah, I've been watching like one or two episodes at a time. It's just so good. It's so fun. It's so cute. Everyone should everyone should watch it. Kotaro lives alone because it's like you're like oh this is cute and then at the end of the episode it tells you something about Kotaro and you're like. Uh, that was devastating. Why did they do this? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's it's like you because he's a little but he's a little kid. He lives on his own, and he's like forced to do adult shit like grocery shopping and like uh, stuff like that at the same time as like going to school and stuff like that. And then they're like, "Oh, you're like, oh, he's so cute. He's like doing adult stuff on his own." And then it's like he's doing adult stuff because his life was tragic and this is what happened that led him to do this stuff. And you're like, "Fuck, man. I was just <laughs> I just felt good for a bit. I can't believe you did that to me." Um, but yeah, that's 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 all I've been doing. Uh, in the chat, Melo runs says Clive just challenged the party to a game of Pinochle, <laughs> <laughs> which is just an amusing phrase to me. Let's move on. What is, to the what topic. is Pinochle? I've heard of that. I, before. I don't know. What I love Pinochle the I love is. the that name, sounds, but I, I have no idea what it sounds. It sounds wildly American. It it's a card game. I was going to say. I, 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 I would assume say. that's your thing. Well, I don't, that's not our shit. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised it's if it not is ours. Our shit. Don't you dare put it on. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being ours, but just like, as far as I've never been challenged to a game of Pinochle in the streets of London. Um, whereas I feel like if I went to some part of America, they'll be like, y'all want to play some Pinochle? <laughs> uh, apparently it's a card game. It, it is United okay. States. That's us. Yep. That one's, that one's on us. Yeah, there you go. I was right. <laughs> I was right. Um, let's move on to the topic of the week, which is going to get spicy. It's going to oh, yeah. get spicy. I didn't come up with this one. This is one from the Podzaddy himself. And the, the topic of the week is games that you can't stand that everyone else seems to love. This is an interesting one. Um, since since the pod zaddy came up with this one, I'm gonna ask you to begin with your submission. Oh no, I gotta. So what I is gotta a ruin game? people's days first. All oh right. no. Uh, I the game that I've tried to play so many times that I've never understood that I just don't enjoy is 
Assassin's Creed 2. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. I played one from start to finish, which I thought was okay. You know, I thought it did some cool things at the time. I was excited for two and played it and was just not feeling it. I don't know why. At the time, I didn't know why. I was like, huh, everyone says this is like one of the best games ever at the time. And I just couldn't get into it. So I played three and three I didn't like, but I at least finished it. Three is not good. No, I, three, three is, is not good, but I cannot three's, say that about three, two. Okay, no, three three has its merits. We need to come back around. People three's are like, DLC three, is great. I, but like three main is like, are you all right, lads? Three, three's, three's pretty good. It's not great, I don't, but it's it's good. I feel like I feel like when your when your when your voice is like reaching the upper limit, like I don't think if you're like three is good, I believe you. But if you're like three three is good, how do you say how do you say Mass Effect Andromeda is good? We don't have to talk about this, like, Jake. We don't have we don't have to we don't have to talk about how pretty good it is. It's pretty good, pretty good. Um, but yeah, I, I think like just. The combat never really clicked in any of the games for me. I didn't care much for the combat. I didn't care for like the whole a circle of people standing around you. You fight one at a time. Uh, I also thought the opening to two was incredibly slow, and that was a reason why I never got through it. And then I'd see things later about like fist fights with the Pope. And I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe this game's not quite for me. Hey, that is that is that the is. height of the franchise. Yeah, that's, that's like literally one of the, the final boss. The franchise when you get to be up the Pope. Game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I guess now looking back, I'm like, that's pretty dope, you know, but like <laughs> yeah. at the time I was like, oh, this game is what? That's how they end it. This like, yeah, this cool assassin game. But, you know, I, 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 and, and I, and I say too, but like, honestly, the entire Assassin's Creed mm. franchise has just never clicked with me. Like I, I, I think the one thing I've always really appreciated about the games is the setting and like I will play all of them at least a little just so i can explore that setting but man just i i just find like the story and the whole like story intertwined like the whole current day and story just so uninteresting and dull and like even the newer trilogy like while i had fun it was just like so much of that stuff i just felt like was cribbed from other games because people were tired of what they were doing before um so yeah i, I mean Pretty hard. I think I think the interesting thing but. about that game, and I can understand it, is because like um did you play it at launch? Two or two, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I played when, I played at launch. I got that day one because okay. I heard it was gonna be the best game ever. So I think I think for me, like it's hard to enjoy that game now or like post release in a in a if there's any sort of meaningful time between it launch and and you playing it because it was a game where i think a lot of people realized what a gameplay loop is if you know what <laughs> i mean like i think for a lot of people they didn't pay attention to that this was a game that like most obviously had a loop to it where you did this went out did that came back to the villa did this did that and it was like that circular thing um and i think that's also a game that kind of also popularized gamifying that loop in a more obvious way if you know what i mean um and then obviously games went on to just be that everywhere 
especially Ubisoft games, right? Like every game is now a loop and Ubisoft, all of Ubisoft's games are Assassin's Creed 2. They've been making Assassin's Creed 2 since Assassin's Creed 2 came out and they just put it in under different skins. Mm-hmm. Um, but like even other places, like other games did that. So I feel like the the magic of it was like, becoming aware of the loop in a way and then just being like giving yourself to that whereas it now nowadays you're just like yeah this is just a bog standard video game i don't get it um yeah i i think for me too a lot of it was i feel like when assassin's creed 2 came out that was very clearly you could tell ubisoft was going to start moving in a different direction you kind of talked about that with um how they 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 found that loop that worked and mm-hmm. they did it to death but like i i i played I used to love Ubisoft games. Like those were usually my favorite games back in the day. Like I loved the Rainbow Six games. I loved the even the Ghost Recon games I thought were great. And of course the Splinter Cell games are some of my favorite. So like I had this mindset where like if it's a Ubisoft game, I'm probably gonna like it. Mind you, do not feel that way today. But at the no. time, uh, <laughs> like v- how do you feel about CF Thieves, Jake? And I mean uh, Skull and Bones. Wow, Skull I can't even bones. get the name right. I'm curious. I didn't see anything for that, but I'm curious. Um, but but like I, I I remember when Assassin's Creed came out, and I was really excited for it because it was a Ubisoft game, and I thought the game was interesting, and I saw it through. But I think when two came out, I played it, and I was just like, okay, they're not, they're moving in a different direction than I would have would, would like these Ubisoft mm. There is an alternate go. reality where two like leaned on like different elements from one and would have been like looking back on it a more interesting game. Like I feel like that like if they had leaned more mm. into like the simulation like social like almost like Hitman-esque elements of like Assassin's Creed 1, yeah. I think like yeah. looking back now Interest- I would have well, loved that. They they yeah. did it with Far Cry, right? Like Far Cry 2 was very simulation focused sure. and mm-hmm. very like very yeah. systems heavy. Uh, and, and and three kind of ditched that. Three sold off the million copies for and the then Assassin's they Creed. That. And then, <laughs> yeah, the most interesting aspects of one carried on in the multiplayer of yes. two. I think it might uh, be brotherhood. Like the brotherhood. I like the multiplayer, which you can't play the anymore because Assassin's Creed turned off yeah, all the servers can't. this week. Yeah, the best yeah. shit that Assassin's Creed has done gameplay wise has been in the multiplayer. Like that stuff was so cool, and they just didn't really run with it. Well, I mean, they did for what was it? Brotherhood? I so, say yeah, they did because it, right? it was Brotherhood was the first one that had it, and they brought it back for Revelations, and then three, and then Black four, Flag. Four was the last one to have it, and I then think. they did the whole like a uh, co-op uh, raid type thing for Unity, which was not nearly as popular or as good. Uh, no, but yeah. See, that's kind of like my out of interest. Then Jake, are you? Uh, do you have any? excitement or interest for that rumored smaller assassin's creed game that's coming out or in development that is like a stealth focused experience i i think i i would personally be more excited for that not so much because it's an assassin's creed game but because it's an assassin's creed game i might actually be able to finish because i i think when you talk about the newer trilogy of assassin's creed games that's almost a different beast like i have played all those those games. are witches games yeah I, I have played them for a for like some i played for over 50 hours and i didn't finish oh, one. those are those and are I rookie have, numbers jake <laughs> i know like valhalla like that game was cool for like 10 hours find out you can play for 200 and i was like fuck no <laughs> It was one of the hardest reviews I think I've ever had to do. I, and, and like, it, I, I, I get why people do enjoy those games because it's just like, it's nice to have a game to return to like 
night after night and kind of just chip away at you know like i i've like like people play destiny for that and people play other games i just assassin's creed has changed so much over the years and like i said haven't been a fan of the series at all so i probably shouldn't be talking but like the idea of a much shorter version of one of those games has me interested just on the basis that i will probably be able to finish that game and i will probably like hopefully finish it at the point where i'm still enjoying it yeah for me like i think the most exciting part of it is the fact that they're like we're going to do some of that stealth stuff that we we did back in the day i'm like oh thank god um yeah (laughs) i i i've played i played valhalla literally for a minute one minute i turned it on and i was 60 seconds like (laughs) it might have been less because i i i turned it on i was like installed it i fired it up and then i i think i talked to you about something and you're like yeah i'm like uh 500 hours in and it's i put a lot of i put a lot of GameSpot folks and you're like yeah you're like i'm 500 hours in and i've done three percent of the game i was like no i'm not doing this (laughs) i just did not i used to love that franchise as well like i two i obsessed over brotherhood and like revelations i played i think that was my era like after so i played through three i was like okay it's losing me and then four black flag um i was like okay this new era i'm just it's it's too much fluff man it's too much fluff for me like i need oh, you didn't like black flag not really i thought black no, flag was shame. okay i think i'm i prefer the 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 older era from two mm-hmm. to like I guess um, Revelation. revelations, revelations, even the London one. Oh, um, Syndicate, Syndicate, yeah, Syndicate. That was, was after Black Flag. Yeah, so Syndicate is where they reined in a bit more, right? Like yeah. it was less. Yeah. Old it just had old. the unfortunate fact that it came out after Unity, and people were so burned on Unity that no one bought yeah. Syndicate. Mm-hmm. So Ubisoft was like, "We just need to change this franchise completely." Yeah, I think and that's Syndicate how we get is Syndicate is actually underrated. Um, I would say just Syndicate's an, my favorite like, in the entire yeah. series. It's it's like a lot of fun and it's got that humor. It's got like it's got some humor. Um it's like plays with fantasy a bit more more and like his uh, fantasy and history a bit more um in the way that um the original ones did. You know, the whole Ezio invented the the espresso or the cappuccino shit that <laughs> have you that, considered like, adding cream or sugar? Yeah, 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 that kind of shit. Where it's like you accidentally stumble into like, you know, as like Evie or, or whatever isn't it? What is her brother's name? Jacob. 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 You stumble into like Jack the Ripper shit and like that kind of stuff where it like intersects with real history and that was like fun but then like it did get like it was unfortunate because it came off it was the next game after unity which everyone hated and even like rogue was okay but mm-hmm. i feel like those two games just got done a bit dirty because of the reputation and then they pivoted into let's make it so no one can ever complete these games ever again <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay cool rogue, rogue was weird too because that was a period where ubisoft was like ah well you know what We've got two consoles or two console generations that we're launching on. We don't want to put the same game on both generations and we don't want to abandon one. So we're just going to make two separate games. That sounds way more expensive, but they did it. They did it. They at least titled them differently that generation because I remember the generation before they released two versions of Splinter Cell Double Agent did not did not uh, uh, market the fact that these games are very different. They're just like, yeah, double aging. Play it on whatever you want. And years later, I was like, holy shit, there's a Splinter Cell game I've never fucking played. It was okay, but still, you know, like (laughs) Ubisoft baffles me. Some some of the decisions they've made over the years have been just so strange. Is is the Splinter Cell co-op still playable? 
the blacklist one yeah are you talking chaos theory no blacklist blacklist is yeah last i tried we should we should play some blacklist that would be fun I'm not sure if that Black game has aged as well as you think that it has. Uh, but you you can do <laughs> the gameplay is kind of 2013. You can you can get OG Spy versus Mercs working, but you have to it you have to spend like a whole weekend like installing a bunch of shit and you know, like take an SAT course. Like it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole process. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm good. But Blacklist works, and Blacklist Co-op is kind of fun because yeah, I remember playing a bit yeah. of that. It was quite fun. Maybe we should do that. On stream, um, Jean Luc, mm. what is a game that you can't stand but everyone else <sighs> seems to love? I feel like I'm I I I never feel that strongly about like to sort of go as hard as I like, can't stand, but something I've never gotten into or like I keep trying to get into it and I just don't like it is um like MMO combat. Like I oh, don't so just the I entire don't, genre. Yeah, I'm like pressing I, one, then two, then three, then four, then no, five, then six. No, <laughs> I actually turns out I don't. I really don't like it, and and I, I I've been trying to like wrestle with it more uh, as I'm trying to get through like uh, Final Fantasy 14. And I respect that there's like a lot of elements to it that I probably just like don't get. Of like, okay, like the way classes work and things like you know like tanking and and and. Uh, kind of like healers and i'm not saying that there's no depth to it it's just that like i've never had a good grasp on it because mm. i i don't think any mmo has ever done a good job explaining the actual depth of that combat like every mmo is just like hey you have a skill and you're like okay i hit one to do that and they're like cool okay you've unlocked another skill this one you hit two and you're like okay i guess i'll hit two now and you never under the game doesn't bother explaining like well no you want to like set this up into setting this up and things like chaining like it's yeah. never ever explained in any mmo i've tried so i never understand it and so i'm just sitting there being like i i guess i'll hit four now because that's the new skill i unlocked and it's just it's so dull and i yeah i don't like it i've i don't know someone someone teach me yeah, someone I, tell me how the fuck I, this is actually supposed i feel to work. like it's <laughs> i feel like it's it is what you're right like it's just not explained very well and also like i think the thing that mmos do is they they ex the ones that do explain it explain the basic function of it like press one press two press three and you're good and then all the actual depth is like 30 hours into the game once you've gone halfway through three skill trees at which point it doesn't come back to you and it's like hey what you need to do now is take one two three split them so you have six seven eight in between them and like you have create these rotations where you press this this and this and that will allow you to do this this and this they just don't do that they just leave you and they're like get out of here you know how to press these buttons and you're like i've been using a keyboard all my life you didn't need to show me how to do that show me how to yeah. actually yeah. Or, or, or like you know when you look at wow and it's like okay you get to like the later raid dungeon stuff and it's like you watch these videos where people are like i have like 20 macro keys set up and i have to have like all these different plugins to manage and the ui just looks like a fucking disaster yeah and you're like that looks the most unfun thing like i don't i don't yeah. want to do that i'm sure it's like a really cool experience like i get it as someone who plays like destiny raids i understand like the raid experience and how fun that can be but i look at like the mechanics that you have to do to play that and i go i don't want to do that in the Absolutely chat not. Um, in the chat pine says in final fantasy 14 there's a glow around the next key 
to hit for a combo. I did not know that. Yeah, I had so. I had no but, fucking clue. I play I have played many hours of that game. I had no <laughs> idea. I had no idea. I think because I, I was probably on the same boat as you. Like I, I played the Xenoblade games, which have that sort of MMO combat. Mm. But like for Final Fantasy fourteen, for example, like what really helped it click for me was just having someone there to explain things as we go. Like that made it a lot more entertaining, combat included. But I know what you're talking about because I blindly chose a tank, and like for a while there, every you know dungeon I'd go into, people were like stance, 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 and I'm like, what the fuck does stance mean? Like, <laughs> is that for me? Is that for someone else? Like, what's stance? And you know, come to find out that if you're a tank, you need to set your aggro stance on, so enemies will come at you. But but I. I get what you're. I, I totally get what you're saying, though, because like <laughs> I felt this way for a long time, and I think, I think Final Fantasy XIV might be the one that kind of changed my mind around it. It's still hard to say because I'm not super far in the game, uh, and I've had to stop for other games. But um, I don't know. I, I would. I could see you coming around on it. I think it would sure, I, 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 or it would take someone. It would take someone to like guide you through. And like Tamor's saying too, like those early dungeons are boring as fuck because it is just yeah. one, two, three. Oh yeah. One, two, three. So Jean-Luc, we both know someone who's very into Final Fantasy, who is always willing to accept new people <laughs> and train them in the ways of Final Fantasy. I can recommend that you absolutely don't <laughs> use him as your teacher because yeah. surely that's not going to be, he'll like fire it up and you'll be like, all right, teach me how to be like, but man, and he'll be crying and shit and he'll be like distracted. He can't tell you about how to play because he's getting emotional over characters. And like, it's just like, tell me what do I need to press after two? Is it four or five? Is it three? What's going on? I feel like, have you seen the episode of Simpsons where Homer gets really fat on purpose so he can like work from home all the yes, time? Yes, and, yeah. they put, and they install a computer in his house and he's wearing his muumuu and he's got his little birds like eating at the thing. And he's like, and he sits down at his computer and presses his buttons with like one fat finger at a time. That's how I feel when I play MMOs and I'm doing that. And I'm like, doot, 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 uh, pressing one button. I'm like, yeah, I'm pressing all these, look at all these abilities. <laughs> Um, no, no, I try and order a tab. Uh, yeah, um, but I can, I can get it. That's uh, I like how uh, Jean Luc went for an entire genre or an entire mechanical Just system. a whole <laughs> yeah. section of gaming. Yeah. I feel like I've slowly <laughs> come around on MMOs over the years, but for a while, like I just could never get into any MMO I tried. Uh, part of it was yeah. the combat, but part of it was just like I'm not the most. I, I like playing games more by myself and like trying to play an MMO without any sort of social experience is like fucking pulling teeth with some of those older MMOs, I feel like. Or they don't get it right either way. Like one time me and Jake tried to play uh, Elder Scrolls Online together because I'm like, okay, it's got more active combat. Like it's Elder Scrolls. Let's play it together. But then you try and do the story stuff and you have to individually listen to each person talking so you can't be in a party when you're trying <laughs> to do the story. And I'm like, is this an MMO or not? Like, what do you, what do you, do you want me to play by myself or do you want me to play with friends? <laughs> fucking pick one. So, I'll yeah. pick a fucking lane. I think pick the longest lane. I played, the MMO that, the MMO that I played the longest was World of Warcraft. And let me tell you, I anytime someone spoke in that game, I was just like, X, 
Don't care what you think. Don't. Yeah, I do not care. And, and then, like, I'd go to, I'd go into like, uh, like some circle where get people are talking about the story of World of Warcraft. I'm like, oh man, uh, did you see when Illidan? I was like, mm, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely uh, saw that. Just, I definitely yeah. saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I've got a hunter. He's got a boar, and he fires uh, good arrows. Uh, sure. <laughs> I could not tell you the story of World of Warcraft if you like put a gun yeah. to my head and I played many <laughs> hours of that game. I think the MMO I've gotten the furthest in was Old Republic because I was just like, it's Star Wars yeah. and I'm a Star Wars person. But even Star then, Wars. I didn't finish it because <laughs> I was also like, yeah, this is just like a less fun version of Kotor, though. Like, I'm just like these spaces Can are you really just, just finish an MMO, though. Well, in the <laughs> they just keep going, but, but they have a story mode, right? Like, ideally, you get to the max level and you beat the story, right? And you get like end credits. I didn't even do yeah. that. I got stuck on Alderaan at like level 30 because I was just grinding, and I'm like, this is just this is this is boring. I'm done with this, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I can go next, and uh, this is a game that. I felt like I was being gaslit by the entire world because everyone was just like, "What a what a game, what a game!" And I was like, "Oh no, am I am I going mad? This is truly awful. I this is one of the worst video game experiences I've ever played, and it's Heavy Rain." <laughs> oh, <I laughs> yeah, fucking hell! That game, I swear to God, everyone was losing. It was every time I turned to. Anyway, it's like it was winning an award, and I was like, "What's happening? What's going on in the what, world?" I think what happens is it's like every time a new Quantic Dream game comes out, there's a group of people that have never played a Quantic Dream game, like discover it and feel that novelty. Because it's like, yeah, I felt that way when I played oh um, God. Indigo Prophecy for you know like a few hours, and then that game turns to <laughs> shit. But like, it feels very novel the first time you play it, and there's like a the opening like a, of Indigo Prophecy is incredible. It is like the whole like the whole in the restaurant, the diner where you have the, to clean the, up the blood stain, yeah. the diner, and then that I played that and I was like, this is one of the coolest things yes. I've ever played. Then you go to the next part and of the game and it's like, this is absolute dog yes. shit. What and then happened? a mandatory uh dream like flashback sequence where you have to do mandatory stealth happens and you're like fuck this game this game is there's there's a bit in that game i played on pc where it's nothing but qtes but your inner apartment the windows like (laughs) fling open and just a bunch of shit comes at you from from the windows from outside like fucking like trash can and you've got to like dodge it and like the pc controls were just so bad i was like i can't believe it but like yeah heavy rain i played it and i was like i genuinely thought i was being gaslit by the world i was like this is some of the worst writing i have ever encountered this story is awful these characters are awful and like playing it is so dry and then i was like i finished the game and i was like that was terrible and then the next day it's like nominated for game of the year and nine out of like, ten what's happening ten out of ten. what's going and on and I was like, yes, but hey yeah and i was that like game, that game is a nine out of ten when you turn up the facial animations by 400 <laughs> percent yeah I've, I've definitely seen that i mean yes um, when you just spam like, the jason button for like 10 minutes in the mall yeah. that game's great yeah that that's or, it and like or i remember the supermarket f- chase where he slips yeah. on marbles and stuff and it's yeah. just an absolute comedy I, like, act i felt like that game was an entire fever dream for me mm-hmm. like because every scene was worse than the last every scene i felt like was like every time they went to a new scene it felt like i had started a new movie in the middle 
And I was like, what's going on? I don't understand what's going on. Well, who are these characters? What is mystery? What is happening? It's like everyone's terrible at this. And then like I fucking it won all these awards. And then I look back at it and it's like everyone now is like, yeah, maybe my game wasn't so good. And I was like, thank you. Can we retract all those awards? And then every like, and then was it Beyond Two Souls came out? Yeah. I feel like people woke up at that point. Beyond was, was after Beyond Detroit. Was after. Or was and, it Detroit? And then, uh, no, 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 it was Beyond Two Souls, then Detroit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And when they announced Beyond Two Souls and like uh, Quantic Dream was obviously the developer, people got like, it rejuvenated people's love for Heavy Rain and people were like, oh, remember Heavy Rain? How good that was? And I was like, don't do this, man. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's fucking, I, I, relax, it was only when Detroit came out and everyone was like, oh, maybe these were always bad. And you're like, yeah. The funny thing <laughs> is like, I know a lot of people that are like, Detroit is actually their best one. So I've like, I've, I have had like thoughts in my mind where it's like, maybe I should, because I didn't touch No, 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 here's no, the thing. Don't go down. I, Oh, don't go Tam. down this road, Tam. Don't go down yeah. this Those road. Those people are kind of <laughs> Detroit, kind of right. It, it, it's, yeah, Detroit might be the it's best still, one, but that's not. It's still it's bad. Still bad. Like, I, I think I. Yeah, I, I think that like the, the the reason I stayed away from it is because we did that preview. At, I can't remember what game it was, event it was, but it was like me and Lucy sat next to each other in a room full of other like journalists, and there was a demonstration of Detroit, not Detroit. Is it Detroit? Yeah, Detroit, I think it is. Where um, the Kara scene where she's in a house and she is being like basically domestic oh, Domestic violence, yeah. Uh, the domestic mm-hmm. violence scene. And, yeah. and the person that was doing the gameplay presentation was commentating it as if it was an esport. Like genuinely like fucking... Uh, what uh, the like the, the energy level was like... <laughs> it was like too hyped for what was happening. And it was like, and here we have Kara running away and hiding under the bed. Will the will the pursuer oh, no. catch it? And I was like, what's going on? This is this is uh, this is a domestic violence scene. Do you know what's going on? And then we did an interview after, and I asked like some questions that I think I, we've mentioned this. Like I asked some very pointed questions that got got young David Cage very heated and then after that they were like we gotta cancel all the interviews <laughs> and I was like I came out and like I came out and started writing my interview because it was just full on spicy and you can still read it it's on it's on GameSpot like I, it was so spicy like I was like like I, I asked some like really like I asked the questions that needed to be asked and then like went out typing it up and then like I saw journalists coming out of that room like looking really upset and and then I was like, oh, I wonder what happened in there. Maybe he's like got you know popped Someone off again, <laughs> or something happened. And then there, and then I just heard in hushed tones, they cancelled the interviews. And I was like, oh, I think that might have been my fault. <laughs> <laughs> but like since then, I was like, I'm not touching this Detroit game. I don't want anything to do. With I mean, it. yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it was it was yeah that that heavy rain. I just felt like. And then they were like, hey, we're re-releasing it. I was like, no, no, thank you. I'm okay. Um, but, you know, it's uh, I am interested in seeing what they do with Star Wars. Um, I mean, I'm not. Are you? I am. Are you? Because I, I, I really mainly, am not. Mainly because, mainly because it seems like it's a different crew of people. 
And and also, like, have you noticed how David Cage has not been mentioned once in relation to Star Wars? I wonder why. Well, I feel like it's even one time. I feel like it's the same thing why they haven't mentioned J.K. Rowling for the upcoming Harry Potter game. They're like, we just need to distance ourselves from this one individual as much as we can. Yeah, I I do wonder, like, because I I feel like there's there's no way they're letting him write do that thing where he's like, my script is seven thousand pages, <laughs> and you're like, shut the fuck up, what are you talking about? <laughs> that means you've written a bad script, my dude. Uh, but uh, I feel like they've got. I feel like they were smart enough to bring in. At the very least, I feel like Disney is like standing over them and being like, what are you typing? What you got going on that screen? That better be good. What are you just doing, imagine David? Mickey Mouse with like a baseball bat, just like yeah. right behind, just like, like what you writing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like they got that on lockdown, and like I'm interested to see what happens. I think this, I can't remember if it was a report that came out where it was like that game was just something else entirely, and then they approached and then pitched it to to Disney, and Disney was like. Star Wars, Wars? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> so like, I I'm interested to see what it becomes. Um, but yeah, I I don't know, man. Heavy Rain, I just a baffling game to me. The day it was released to now, I even had that moment. You know why it upsets me? Because I I had that moment where I let people convince me it was good, and I was mm-hmm. like, maybe maybe it is good, and I just don't really understand it that much. And then I and then I and then I snapped out of it, and I was like. Maybe everyone else is wrong. And I think me me thinking that the thinking of maybe everyone else is wrong turned out to be the healthier thought for me. <laughs> I, I remember renting Heavy Rain and playing it and my friend came over and like his mom was dropping him off. And there's the scene where um you're the detective guy and he's like I think he has to pull out like an inhaler. And you have to oh, yeah. like button mash to oh, plug yeah. an inhaler. And something about her seeing me, his mom seeing me, like <laughs> have to button mash to use an inhaler was like the funniest fucking thing. Like she was <laughs> losing her shit. She's like, this is the stupidest shit I have ever fucking seen. What is I this love game? That. <laughs> and I remember I being love like, that. She like shamed yeah, she your friend's like, mom. <laughs> she like shamed me for playing it. And I was sitting there being like, you know what? She's right. You're this right. is really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Heavy rain. Deeply embarrassing to mums. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I just... Uh, I, I feel like I, the record needs to be like revised on Heavy Rain. I feel like people need to go back and be like... I feel like history is uh, on your side. Yeah, I yeah, feel like, like people now are like, yeah, this game's not good, and it turns out a lot of their games aren't that good, actually. Hmm. Yeah. Generally, I mean, I'm sure there are people like I think when Detroit Become Human came out and I don't remember what our what our review is like at the time, but I do remember there was backlash from people who were like, what? This, this is the most incredible story I've ever seen in a video game. And it's like, all right, it won an award from yeah. someone like yeah. it won like a best narrative award. Yeah. And I was like, what the what the fuck? Baffling. It's Baffling. The, the David Cage Award for Best Narrative written by David Cage. <laughs> <laughs> he just like passes it from one hand to the other. He's like, "You win the award! Yeah, I won the award." <laughs> okay, Jordan, what is your game that you can't stand, even though everyone else loves it? It's Minecraft. Like I thought about oh, doing like oh. a spicier answer, but I. 
I know that so many people love Minecraft. Minecraft is a great like gateway drug of a game for lots of kids to like get them into it because it's pretty approachable and fairly accessible drug for kids. Yeah. Uh, but uh, despite the fact that I like playing games like Assassin's Creed, and Valhalla and Odyssey and stuff like that. I just really don't like games that meander and just keep going on beyond like a certain like threshold of time. And I'm like, I've put just, so much time just, into just, Minecraft and it's still going. And like, I know that's the point. Like, there's no end goal for Minecraft. Like, the end goal is the satisfaction and being creative and having a good time. And I'm like, but where's my prize? Where's my golden <laughs> egg at the end of this rainbow? <laughs> Gotta get those diamonds. <laughs> You're not a Lego I, I, kid, I know, uh, Jordan. <laughs> I, I was a huge Lego it, kid. <laughs> I know you said it, but the irony of you saying that you don't like games that meander and go on for ages after saying that you play <laughs> Assassin's Creed games is just like, it's just wild. But I, I understand it completely. I, 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 I'm like half with you, I think, because I really like the idea of Minecraft. And there was a period where I play pretty often with friends and I had a pretty good time. And like whenever there's new updates, I'm like, that sounds really cool. And then I load up the game and walk around a little bit, and I'm just like, nah, fuck this. And then yeah. <laughs> I'm like, do I it. do I do I build another house? Like I've built three yeah. houses, each it's one like, bigger I, than the last. And well, <laughs> and for me, it's like I'm just gonna make the same house I've built every time, no matter how hard I try to change it up, it's gonna <laughs> look the same. And I'm just like, all right, that's that. Peace. Yeah. Um. I don't I, get it. I, I don't get the appeal. Well, no, I do get the appeal. It's just not for me. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I've tried. I, yeah, I I played. I I've never played the actual main game of Minecraft. I've only ever done the creation mode, which is incredible. I love that creation mode. It's just flying around and making stupid shit for ages. <laughs> it's like a lot of fun, but like I could not tell you anything about that actual like the experience of playing the game the only single player or like the only campaign based minecraft i've played is minecraft dungeons which i bounced mm -hmm. off of like after about three hours we did it on a stream with alana for like um play for all and that was it um i feel like yeah. i would enjoy minecraft more if i went onto pc and i downloaded a lot of the mods that people have made because like there are like all those expansions stuff like that where it's like oh you have to collect all these materials it's gonna take you like 50 hours to do and by the end you'll be able to build like a spaceship and be able to go to the moon where you'll find enough materials to build a special type of spaceship where you can go to mars and like kill this alien monster and i'm like well that's a goal that's a prize that i could chase after and do and that could be fun but i just i don't know i, I don't want to go through the hassle of figuring out what mods i need yeah. and Did, have you ever have tried and playing it in like a server with like a group of friends like that kind of experience because that's kind of how i first played it uh like way back when it came Same, out was just yeah. like i remember Ooh. this was like early early like alpha version um my friend was just like hey i have this game called minecraft we should all like buy it for five bucks and i'll have a server and like it was just kind of fun it's like it's this thing you could just sort of like hop into and just be like oh cool that person built that and like it, it kind of almost in the way that like yeah no my 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 old roommate would like for about six months straight he would just keep like dropping like very obvious hints where he's like you know i wouldn't mind just like going in on a minecraft server <laughs> like people wanted to play together i just would not respond to him Oof. and i just <laughs> let those comments just like go by and i'm like i i 
I don't want to pay more money to play something that I'm probably not going to play very long because I would just jump into the server and I would build something and then I probably would just never come back. And I would not want to like I don't go to people's houses to see what Lego sets they've built. I buy Lego so that I can fill my own house with cool Lego sets and then I can look at them whenever I want. I think like how I would have responded to Minecraft if I was like a a kid when it came out, I probably would have been obsessed with it, you know, or like Mm -hmm. a kid now playing it like I would have had so much fun. I imagine like I'd play that with my that's probably what my friends and I would spend most of our time doing. Or maybe it's Roblox. I don't want to think about that reality, though. (laughs) Uh, It's Roblox and Fortnite. Yeah, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But but I I, I see the appeal. I, I definitely see the appeal. I think like. For me, though, I, I I I enjoy like what Minecraft has done for the survival genre. And I like seeing like the forest is one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. And that is heavily inspired by Minecraft, whether I mean, supposedly, allegedly heavily inspired by Minecraft because it is just building survival. But that does that mixes horror. There's a story to it. It keeps you on track. Like everything you build has purpose. It's mm-hmm. not just like, I'm going to build this because it looks cool. It's like, I'm, I have to build this. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking die. So like th- that, I, I like the ideas that it brought to the table. But yeah, I think Minecraft yeah. itself is like, I just don't think we're the audience for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Any other honorable mentions for games that you just don't, are not into, despite the fact that everyone else seems to be wild. I mean, I could into. name like, Fortnite or almost every single Call of Duty over the past like five, six years. Or... There's a bunch of games that are just kind of like in the periphery. That, um, Ooh, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So Jake said something spicy under his breath there. Was it Demon and Souls? Like, no, no. He said, he said, he said, Near. He said Automata. What's the beef, Jafe? I don't Jake. like it either, what's, Jake. What's so beef, I'm here Jake? with you. <laughs> Jake. Yeah, my my mouth was like so confused by this. What's uh, the beast? I, I've actually played a good amount of that game. I finished two of the endings, I think, and I just didn't it two two of the major ed- endings, not like the 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 joke endings. Um and it just didn't do it for me. I could not get into that game no matter how hard I try. Cause, you know, people are describing, you know, being in tears playing it. And I was like, yeah. I just don't get it. And people are always like, oh, you just got to get this ending. You got to get that ending. And I was like, I, I'm good. I, <laughs> I've, I've given it a hell of a shot. I think I've got like 40 hours on Steam in that game or something. So Nice. But not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I struggled with playing Nier Automata. I love the character design. I love the story. I love the music, especially. I just did not enjoy playing it. Like the combat stuff was just not into it either. Why were you? My- where were you grilling me for? You said- <laughs> hey, hey, listen, listen, listen. Doesn't lessen I, how spicy. I, it is. Someone has to take the bullet. Okay, <laughs> I let you take the bullet, and then I stand yes. there and I'm like, I okay, agree I'll with take this it, man. I'll take it. Um, my experience but, yeah. of playing near Automata was starting up the game with my new PS4, getting to a point where you have to like make a choice on like a certain menu and the game like being paused like in this menu and my mom uh at the time being like hey jordan can you take out the trash and me being a good son being like yeah of course and leaving to take out the trash and then i did like a bunch of other like things and i was gone for maybe like 20 25 minutes 
and I come oh. back and the game's in like a completely <laughs> different spot because apparently it moves on if you don't make a choice like in that moment. And I had no idea who, where I was, who this character was, who was talking to me. I'm like, this is stupid. This is dumb. And I uninstalled it and installed Bloodborne and I never went back to near Yeah, that's what we're talking about. That is what we're talking about. I, Speaking know, of games I hate, Bloodborne. Wow. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. 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 We were. I feel like this episode has been strategically like it's a strategic strike at Michael Hyam's heart. <laughs> <Can't> <laughs> <I am. laughs> you this know what? Well, to see if he to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Hyam, you know what? Heavy rain. You know fan. what? I I I am I completely one. This is gonna hurt a lot of people. I am one hundred percent just completely ambivalent to Undertale. Like I just, I'm kind of the same. I was like, okay, I get it. I don't, I don't really okay. care for Undertale I love, either. I love Undertale. But what's what's the new one? Uh, Deltarune. 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 Yeah. yeah. Like people lose their shit over that, and I was like, yeah, it seems fine. Uh, <laughs> uh, I guess it seems okay. But everyone's like, flowy and fucking <laughs> song think, comes up. I think like, the fan base mm-hmm, doesn't help mm-hmm. it either. No, yeah, I, I the, the fan bit maybe like I'm because I played that game and I was like, yep, that was that was fine. Uh, but then the fan base comes out and they had like similar heavy rain energy. Where like, no, <laughs> this is the greatest thing ever created. I don't think you understand. I'm like, no, no, I think it's just uh, I think it's just fine for me. And they're like, no, did you not see? His name is Sans and his text is written in Comic Sans. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yep, that's right. <laughs> Uh, but we should do one of the, now that this is live not this episode because i think we're running out of time but one episode we should just have chat say their favorite game and then we roast them we game. roast them oh not God. them they're, they're we're just gonna see game. our numbers just, just slowly find, drop just over the course of the episode yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Do, okay. should we do a test like, should we do a test run right now sure <laughs> throw, throw it in there what the fuck? give us your favorite game all right chat chat tell us your favorite game and we'll roast it we'll <laughs> someone's roast gonna mention one of our favorite oh games. i can't you do mgs3 right? <laughs> <laughs> oh throw in yakuza game uh yakuza games dude try okay here i'll tell you the, the thing combat I actually, are fucking gross in the yakuza games no i'll, I'll tell you the thing i actually combat don't like gross. about I'd love the combat in Yakuza games, but I'll tell you the thing I don't like is uh, trying to 100% achievements in Yakuza games is fucking impossible because you have to play every goddamn mini game. You have to like master Mahjong at like, and it's, it's, and it's like this fucking bullshit RNG. Like, dude, I cannot stand trying to try and I've never done it because it's just, it's painful. It's awful. Wait, did you say that you games. like the combat in Yakuza? Yeah, I do. do you like the, really? Yes, yeah, I find it the, really. I, I like Yakuza, it. I'm not listen, gonna say it's like Yakuza the greatest combat, combat ever, but I do enjoy the it. Yakuza games combat is uh, okay. The Yakuza games combat is designed by someone who played Streets of Rage once and then never played any other game ever again. And <laughs> that is that is them start to finish. They're like, okay, we played Streets of Rage, and now we're gonna do it. And then those stories are convoluted as fuck. Their stories yeah. make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> they just like meaningless bullshit where they just create up one excuse after another to get these the the okay characters to interface with each other in a way that's supposed to be dramatic. Every story, if you think about it, is the same. 
Okay, they're all the same story. It's Kiryu and Majima doing the same shit every all over they again. They do all end the on stories, Tower. The stories yeah. are all they say they have the same energy as Fast and Furious. They're all just being family this, family that, loyalty this, loyalty that, and it's like fucking hell. Come up with a actual storyline instead of oh no, I got kicked out of the yakuza again. I better look after this child or this cat. Oh no, I need to figure out this mystery. Better go race RC cars for 30 hours. Um, that I'm just is imagining someone Yakuza. pulling out the quote of being tier, just like yeah, Tamor just... Hussein, that, Yakuza that is hurt. as bad as Fast and the Furious. That hurt me because I adore the Yakuza games. Like, I love those games. But the game we're playing is we have to roast it. I fucking love the Yakuza games. So um, I've got I've like, I've like got the original Yakuza games as well. Uh, like I've, I love those games to death. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can do a roast in the future. That's yeah. fine. Um, even if it does hurt us yeah, deeply. I see inside. someone saying Witcher Three, and I'm like, oh, no, I, can't. I would do it. Do it, Jake. Someone said roast yeah. it. Someone said I, someone said no I, Solid, and right I was now. like, oh, I don't know. I'm ready for that now. I, I, will, I can do it, but I'm not. I need the energy, and I don't have it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully, no one clips that out of context and just like this guy hates Yakuza games. I really hope that we get like a clip of Tam bad mouthing Yakuza and the Fast and Furious franchise in the same breath. Like, (laughs) anyways, thank you for watching another or listening to another episode of the GameSpot After Dark podcast. Um, Hopefully, next time we'll be back in the um, the studio. Mm Uh, the office studio all in person we just like we said at the top of the show we had a couple things come up where it was like some people not feeling great some people have deadlines immediately and some people just can't be asked because they live in LA for some reason fucking insane shit going on why are you living up there come back to San Francisco um <laughs> and uh yeah so hopefully in the in the next one we'll be uh we'll be all in live and in person again a few of us anyway um uh if you don't already subscribe to the podcast rate it review it on whatever your podcast service is if you're watching it live make sure you follow the twitch channel and share it with some friends just tell your friends be like hey there's a live podcast it's pretty funny they roast their favorite games for no reason whatsoever yeah they talk shit about david cage for like a solid 30 minutes (laughs) um and uh yeah and hopefully we'll see you in the next one wait i just want to give a a shout out to um Mm -hmm. Uh, in in the GameSpot Discord, uh, if you're not in it, you should join. But oh uh, yeah, um, oh god, I was thinking about this for a while. Uh, th- we we have like a Game Pass Game Club thing that that one of the mods started. That's really cool. Oh, where they they vote for a Game Pass game and then people play it and talk about it. So if that sounds cool to you, I think the game right now is Sable. Um, so if that's up your alley, if you haven't played Sable and you want to do that, make sure to uh join good. in. And join the Discord and such. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure that. Yeah, got I, I, I didn't even see that pop up, so I missed that. But I'm, I'm very, very into that. Yeah, um, jump in and and uh, play some games with us, and we will see you again. Anyone else got anything else they want to interrupt me with? No. Yes. No. Yeah. What you got? Okay. Good. <laughs> um, see you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye.